Hello and welcome aboard the USS Little Hero, NCC-73117. This Galaxy-class refitted starship. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will follow me, historians, we will go to Holodeck 3. And we will go through the history of Starfleet. Starting with the NX-01. Commander Vicky, will you set course for the coordinates where we're supposed to be at for this episode? Aye, aye, Captain. Vicky's Adventures in a Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today we're going to be doing two of them. Season 4, Episode 5, Cold Station 12. And Season 4, Episode 6, The Augments. So, Vicky, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Where it all began. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in a Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook Vicky's Adventures in a Star Trek. Exactly. And. And. There's an and. Oh my god. <laughs> if you would like to go to our merch store, please do. Vicky'sStarTrek.com. I was going to say, and what would the website be? As I shirts, click it over here merch. on my thing, but we'll go with it. Shirts, merch. Yes. So, just for fair warning, we didn't record last week because on Sunday when I got home in the afternoon, I got a call saying, hey, you need to go switch trailers with your other driver. And so I missed out on Monday's record. Because they decided to call me way late in the afternoon, Vicky was already asleep. I had no control over that whatsoever. I'm sorry. And I apologize. And if you guys hear any meowing at any point during the recording, that would be our two new kittens. Welcome, Lilo and Stitch. Yay, Lilo! Yay, Stitch! Love you! <laughs> so, uh... Or if you hear bumps, bangs, or drops, that would be why. True, very true. That would be a good thing to warn them about. And when you're one of us screaming, they decided to crawl up a back or a leg or an arm. True, they tend to do that a lot lately. 
So anyways, um, I thought it would be a good day today, because it is podcast day. Podcast day. <laughs> so I ordered us coffee this morning, which surprisingly for hers, Vicky has almost drank hers, and that's not normal for her. And I will say this, Vicky is thinking about getting a couple of notebooks so she can start recording or writing down stuff for TOS, TNG, DS9, and Voyager. Only because when she gets up at night to go to work, she's watching DS9 and Voyager. Yes. Captain Janeway. Yes, Captain Janeway. Captain Catherine Janeway, yes. There's coffee in that nebula. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. So anyways, Vicky, Season 4, Episode 5, Cold Station 12. Now, before you give your answer, remember, Dr. Soon was flying off there in the end of last episode, and Enterprise was disabled for the time being. Right. And we know Rakim is dead. Right. Malik killed him. Right. And so. I was trying to put two and two together. Yes. So, if you would like to, please, what did you think was going to happen in this episode? Soon returns to Cold Station 12 and steals the entrance of the box. That is correct. So, if you remember, they were talking about it. These embryos were left over from the eugenics wars. Now, Malik is going to make a reference to a person in this episode or the next episode. I don't remember which it is. You will meet that said person in the TOS episode. You will re-meet that person again in one of the movies. Gotcha. I'll give you a hint. The actor's name was Ricardo Montalban. Gotcha. <laughs> Can you figure out what his name is in the episode? Uh, I can't remember at all. Khan Noonien Singh. Okay. So... It says here, soon returns to Cold Station 12 with the augments. The medical facility where the he once worked, where there are hundreds of genetically engineered human embryos stored. Are you ready for this one? Dun, dun, dun. I didn't answer my question. Are you ready to get rolling? Dun, dun, dun. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> the only way I can take that. Previously on Enterprise. Jonathan Archer. What brings you here? Someone attacked the Klingon bird of prey. The entire crew was massacred. The ship's missing. They were ugnats. When you rejected our father's wishes, you stopped being one of us, Rakim. They're dangerous. They're the future. So they say. Father. Thousands of your brothers and sisters are waiting to be born. Let's go get them. Eleven years earlier. Some claim humanity rose up against the augments. Others say the augments began fighting among themselves. Whoever started it, the war devastated Earth. Millions perished. 
So and when it was over? So basically what? Who Soom is talking to here, these are the augments of the ones that are now adults, but they're children. Yes, this is the augments as they were children. Now, if you actually count the amount of augments that are in the episode versus the amount of children, right. you're going to notice, as of right this second, you're going to notice two missing. In the in the adults versus the children. Right. Rakeem, who Malik just killed. Right. And another one who we will meet later in the episode. Right. And I have for the life of me been looking up this thing to see if it's true or not, and I can't find it on here, even on Memory Alpha, uh, about the guy's kid's name. You know? Um... Because I don't know if he actually, if it was true, his name, it, so anyone, do you know anything about Nicholas Nickleby, uh, the book? Not really. If any of our listeners do, can you please confirm or deny whether there was a crippled person who was a friend named Smike or Smite? Okay. Yes, please. Because Udon, his nickname is Smike because he was handicapped. Because he wasn't an actual... I mean, yes, he's from the eugenics force, but he's not an augment. Right, he doesn't... The only thing he can do is tell when someone's coming. He, his hearing is better than the normal augments. But then again, you got to think about it. With me, my hearing is a little bit better than most people's. I've just, over the years, learned to try crap out. Oh, okay. Like so you? Sometimes, yes. Feared. <laughs> Humans will always fear you. Sorry. They fear okay. your power, your intellect. They fear you because you're everything they want to be, but can't be. Which is why I brought you here, where it's safe. I've raised you like my own. You call me father. I'm only watching over you. You belong to the future. And someday, you will fulfill humanity's promise. Alec. Are there others like us? Many others. Waiting. Asleep. And someday, it will be your duty to wake them. Set them free. Okay, so I just looked up the character's name, and it says, Smike was a handicapped character from the Charles Dickens novel Nicholas Nickleby, and his friend of the character, of the title character. Udar follows, Paul Augments nicknamed him thus due to his lack of heightened abilities. So you had it right. Well, that's because when you're, you'll see it. We'll go there. Just trust me. Okay, I trust you. We'll have to reach this sub-level. Security personnel are located here and here. A direct hit to this power conduit would demolish their life support systems. All we'd have to do is wait a couple of hours. No, but we could walk in unopposed. Yeah. We're not going there to take lives. What if they don't give us a choice? No one is to be killed. Is that understood? Malik? Yes. 
You had a question this planet. Oops, sorry. Dolphins have you had a question about this planet that they're orbiting right now. Captain Starlog Supplemental. Dr. Sook well, and his yeah. audience have escaped on a Klingon bird of prey. Okay. Without any other reads. So, it's called Trialis 4. Gotcha. Trialis was the fourth planet in the Trialis system and was a Class M planet near the borderlands. When Dr. Soong stole the Augment embryos from Coal Station 12 in the 2130s, he fled to Tala, uh, Trialis 4 where he raised the Augments until he was captured by Earth's forces ten years later. Proceeded to the coordinates soon gave us when we began this mission. So that's basically right. They're at the borderlands. They're at Trialis 4, which is near the borderlands. Okay. Pro sequencer. Water purifier. Everything you'd need to keep a small colony of humans alive. Looks like this place doubled as a classroom. <laughs> Imagine having Sung as your teacher. Well, with that and their screwed up genes, it's no wonder they turned out the way they did.
Who are you? I'm Captain Jonathan Archer. We're from Earth. Archer just knocked him out. And tell them? Tell our listeners who this is Captain. Udon. Udon. Or Smike. Which is his nickname. Right. I feel bad for what's going to happen to Smite. It I, I don't care what anyone says. Smike was a good kid. Yes. And for what Malik does, that just shows me how heartless Malik is. Well, of course he's already killed Rakeem, his brother, so I mean right. he's already heartless. I gave it to him when he was five. He was a good student. He loved astronomy. We'd sit at night and I'd point out the stars. He could name every one. Where's your brother, Malik? I don't know what you've been told. No one will say anything. I only know he's not here. I wonder why they won't say anything. Malik? He's dead. What happened? He turned his back on your word. He didn't want to liberate the others. What happened to him? We were arguing. Very bold of him to say I killed him. Who had a knife? I drew mine. He came at me. The next thing I remember, there was blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. <laughs> it was an accident. I tried to save him. I, I tried. He was your brother. Nickleby, his handicapped friend. 
Is that why you were left behind? Because you're different? I would have slowed them down. Udar. Smite. I need to find out where they went. The others. I'm not telling you anything. I'm trying to help them. You're from Earth. You don't want to help them. You want to kill them. That's not true. I won't betray my brothers and sisters. Your brothers and sisters are in danger. They attacked a Klingon ship. If the Klingons find them before we do, then more Klingons will die. You'll never stop them, Captain. No one will. Separate Captain Archer. Go ahead, Trip. The missing equipment? They were incubators. Artificial bombs. The man who raised us would never now, risk our lives to protect a human. A lot of people, because these are brothers and sisters, quote unquote, according to Sue. They're not. They're not even. They're nowhere close to being brothers and sisters. They were just raised as brothers and sisters. Right. They were never brother and sister. So this is what them doing the Bauchikawawa is not wrong in any shape or form. Before anyone jumps on us about this, because Malik and Persis are not brother sister. They have completely different parents. Right. He knows the station. He used to work there. He knows what he's doing. We'll find out. You shouldn't doubt him. Why not? He's our father. He's human. He's not like other humans. I used to believe that. You were leading us before. Now he is. Can't accept that. Why shouldn't I lead? Augments should be led by augments. I won't listen to this. <laughs> Let me go. Don't be angry with me. I'm just Soon's headed to Cold Station 12. Isn't that where he used to work? It's a medical facility run by Starfleet and the Denovians. Highly virulent diseases are stockpiled there for research purposes. It's the embryos from the eugenics wars that Soon's after. I thought Soon stole the embryos. He took 19. But there are over 1,800. That's why I took the incubators. Why weren't these embryos destroyed after the war? At the time, it was too controversial. Earth's governments couldn't decide how to handle the issue, so they put them into cold storage. Yep. I just got off with Admiral Forrest. We've been authorized to use whatever force necessary to stop soon. I need all the speed you can give me. You'll have it. The cargo ship Corsair, repeat. No, man! Corsair, this is Larvi, a Denovulan medical ship. What's the nature of your emergency? So when we were watching this the first time, 
Vicky said, what species is she? And I said, well, what species is she? And Vicky nailed it on the nose. Thank you. I have a fix. I'm about six minutes so away from you. So, Delta Radiation, I believe, does something to Captain Christopher Pike when we get to the original series. Gotcha. So, just a heads up, guys. I have been looking on my old computer and everything. I cannot find the cage anywhere on my old computer. And if I could find it on my old computer, my old computer is so... Oh. Old, and it's, it's so slow that it is not able to play any of the episodes I had on there. So we're going to have to just skip the cage and go straight on to uh, Where No Man Has Gone Before, which is the first episode of TOS. So we don't get to watch the pilot. We will see the pilot when we come to the menagerie. Alright. Stand down and prepare to be boarded. So what are they doing? They're, they're taking the Denoblian ship, right? Correct. Okay. How's the patient? 285. Ready to be discharged. Good. I just reviewed the crew manifest for C-12. One of the names is Dr. Jeremy Lubitz. He's senior medical director. His last correspondence, he mentioned he was being transferred. He didn't say where. I thought you should know. I appreciate it. Captain, I spent a few months at C-12 myself. I know the security protocols. I'm familiar with the technology. I'd like to be included in the landing party. Consider it the... Thank you. Flox tells me he's ready to free up this bio bed. So I've been told. If you've had enough sick bay food, I'd like you to join me in the captain's mess. Do I have a choice? No. No, no. Get it out. Station 12, this is medical ship Barzai, transmitting security code. Barzai, we are currently on heightened alert. Slow to one quarter impulse and transmit security code. Transmitting. Code confirmed. You're clear to proceed. That so reminds me of episode 6 of Star Wars. When they're going to the Forest Moon of Indoor. You've got Chewie flying. You've got Han in the passenger seat, basically. And it's taking a long time for them to go through the code to go past the blockade. And Chewie goes, and Chewie, you know, well, how should I know? Just fly casual. It's an older cold, sir, but it checks out. Gotcha.
Why are you flying a Denobulan shuttle? Why not? You aren't Denobulan. I don't think I don't think she could tell that she wasn't Denobulan before you said something, dude. That's watching a viral traffic psychosis. Defense protocols just came on. Did you contact security? I can't reach them. It calms down. The system's been taken offline. Do do do. Doctor. What the hell? So in those dishes, in front of them, in the black dishes, you've got butter, sour cream, and chives for the potatoes, because they're having steaks. Watch tells me you've been right. living on your own for quite a and while. And asparagus, looks like. <laughs> left the camp about a year ago. You must be pretty resourceful. What? I don't like it. To survive by yourself, I think. Wasn't that hard? You can have it. I'll, I'll tap. Didn't look like a very friendly planet. When you get back to Earth, you should consider going to school. School? You got a lot of catching up to do. How can I go to school if I'm in prison? What makes you think you're going to prison? I've been off it. I don't know what you've been told about Earth. You're not going to be punished. That's not what my father said. Soon as met your father. What do you mean? Your biological father was Niklos Kovasi. He was a geophysicist. How do you know that? We got the information from Sims computer. Your mother's name was Irina. She was an athlete, a captain, won a silver medal in the Olympics. We've got a lot of historical data on both your parents. You're welcome to look at it. So from what it looks like here when Archer walks into the mess hall, Fox has a salad, a fruit cake, a regular slice of cake with a raspberry on top, and it looks like he's got a bunch of Mexican food right there, a big pile of it right in front of him. Right. Fox is about to explain why. Coffee. I'm approaching a new sleep cycle. 
When does your hibernation begin? Oh, not for another few weeks. But I would like to increase my body mass by at least 10%. Tell you the truth, I'm not very hungry. You worried about Dr. Lucas? We've been friends a very long time. We're getting your expenses repeated, boss. You might be interested to know, Snyke's become quite the student of Earth history. He's been reading up on the eugenics wars. But that soon gave him the whole story. <laughs> I'm quite familiar with the subject myself. Human intellect and human instinct were out of sync. So many people were killed. The official number was 30 million. Some historians say it was closer to 35. Can understand why Earth banned genetic engineering. What do you know about Clark syndrome? Oh, it's a degenerative brain disorder that afflicts humans. My father died of it when I was 12. I'm sorry. He had frequent pain, hallucinations. He talked to people who weren't there. Often couldn't recognize me or my mother. The last two years of his life, ah, you were thinking that genetic engineering had been permitted. Maybe Sonia has a point. I've had time to examine his work more closely. I'm forced to admit some of it is extremely inventive. He's really quite brilliant. It's a shame such a man has to remain incarcerated. He broke the law. That's why he was in prison. And that's why I'm going to make sure he goes back. The Nobula perfected genetic engineering a long time ago. But you never came close to destroying yourself. Perhaps we were simply fortunate. Or maybe your instincts had caught up with your intellect. Food's getting cold. I don't have the code. Well, I'm a senior medical director. I had access to those embryos. They changed the policy after what you did. The access code can only be obtained through Starfleet Command. He's lying. I'm telling the truth. Do the lights in your office flicker every now and then? Every two hours? Drives me crazy. Faulty power relay. You wouldn't believe how many times I asked him to fix it. Ten years later, they still haven't done a thing. Put him with the others. Father, I believe him. Tell me. It's a hexadecimal password. I'm creating an algorithm to compute the possible combinations. A few hundred thousand of them. It may take a few minutes. I believe I held you back in mass. Ships are in the system. Range 20 million kilometers. Any sign of the bird of prey? None. They could be hiding behind any one of the larger asteroids. A bang hound. Ruda. Captain, I wish I could say it's been a long time. This only ends one way, Doctor. You've underestimated the variables. About 11 of them. No one will be harmed if you leave this system immediately. I'm betting you're not a cold-blooded killer. Turn your ship around. Now. I want proof that the hostages are unharmed. Let me speak to Lucas. Go ahead. 
to change. You're still approaching this station. Do you have any idea what a Klingon disruptor will do to the human skull at this range? You're going to leave me with an awful mess to clean up. Doctor, conversation's over. He dies. All stop. Now turn around. Bring us about. It appears to be on a quantum level. How long? Longer than I thought. Maybe a lot longer. Keep working. You lied. Dr. Lucas, about the embryos. Station access log. Get him in here. I've modulated the transporter frequency to match the station's containment fields. If you register it all on their sensors, it'll look like a field echo. Do you really think I can help? If I didn't, I wouldn't have asked you to come along. Captain, we're nearly at the transporter range. Energize. Damn. They're interrogating him. We know you can get to the embryos. You accessed the stasis chamber just last week. That's a mistake. Look, I implore you. Give us what we came for, and we'll leave you in peace. What's that? That language is unbecoming of a man of science. Oh. We can only imagine what he said. Some Something lives. unflattering, I'm pretty sure. And they are with the lives of others. Bring in one of his colleagues. I'm not here. There. There are thousands of pathogens stored here, some killed within minutes. No. The longer we're in this facility, the greater the chance that more ships will come and they might not back down like Enterprise. It isn't necessary. It's the only way to make him talk. Is one human being worth all our lives and everything you've worked for?
conscience than not mine. Now that he's going to be on your conscience, Dr. Right. Mine! So Cymbeline bloodburn was a deadly and extremely contagious disease that could kill a human in a few minutes. The pathogen caused the vascular linings to literally boil away. Yeah. Initial symptoms included a critical rise in blood temperature and blood pressure, followed by an extreme pain in the extremities, ruptured with ruptured capillaries, and death. Although extremely contagious and capable of acting across mass populations, not even the simulating blood burn could kill an entire planetary population of four billion in under a week. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That's real bad. People think coronavirus is bad. No, that's worse. <laughs> Being honest. Cymbeline bloodborne could kill more pe kill, kill a planet within a month. You know that's pretty bad. Holy crap! Yeah. before they run out of air in the control hub. Half an hour, they should start feeling the effects within uh, 10, 15 minutes. We're not talking about normal human beings here. Even an augment needs oxygen. Correct. This temperature's rising quickly. Blood pressure's approaching critical. There's still time, Just say the word, I'll and release the like antibiotic. A painful way to die. Right. There's a fluctuation in the less or really in the Wow. Yep. Like I said, it's very, right very painful way to die. It's like you're on fire, but it's the capillaries. Like the first. Watch. I'm asking you, one doctor to another, stop this. Again. It's worth this man's life. I have orders. I can say them. How can you let this happen? How can you? Throw me the code! Oh, <laughs> Release the antipathogen. Oh. Do it! No! Uh-oh. Oh, I really think you're late. Too late! Do 
must miss something when he examined me, Captain. I do have one enhanced ability. I, I can hear like they do. They're coming. He's wrong, Captain. We're already here. Sounds like what happens when a communicator goes down. To prevent us from getting the transport effects. They've been captured. It's a logical conclusion. We have to make sure. Agreed. So, in Undenobula, they've been gen doing genetic engineering for many, many millennia. Right. Or many, many decades. So, Flux could be one of those genetically enhanced Denobulans. So, why did he just let that augment just grab him? Why didn't he kick his butt? I don't know. Maybe because Flux isn't exactly that kind of augment. Definitely. Flux, what are you doing here? Uh, it's good to see you again. Am I going to spend the rest of my life trying to get rid of you? Yes. Yeah. Spend the rest of your life in prison. It was Rakeen's order. What was? Vanish. Why? He wasn't strong enough. You all would have this? Why are you so surprised? Whenever a group of people start believing they're better than everyone else, the results are always the same. I don't need a history lesson from you. You need it from someone. Superior in, superior intellect. Um, when when a, when a when a group of people thinks they're superior than everybody else, the result is always the same. They right. think that they're superior than everybody else, and they will do what it takes right. to be superior. It's enterprise. We have your people. I ask you not to interfere. Now, DePaul, I execute your orders. In transmission. I like DePaul in the purple. In the purple. Enterprise. Enterprise, come in. They cut us off. What are these orders? To initiate the station self-destruct sequence. In a few seconds, this place will be dust. You kill us all, rather than let the Amarillos be born. It wasn't my idea. The orders came from Starfleet, but after seeing this, I can't say I disagree. We were defending our right to exist. You already killed over 25 people. Your existence has a pretty high price. It could get higher. The sequence is coming up. Come on. 
still look at them. I remember where each of you was kept. You were there, right next to Saul, Persis, Bar. So hard to choose 19 out of so many. Father? Yes, again. They've been transferred to the stasis modules. Take two people with you, load them onto the shuttle. Get them in the container zone. Yes, again. Go, Archer, go! And Mike! Like you needed one, Malik. Whatever I can do to help. Hold on to that. You're a confident fighter. That isn't good enough. These archer got in two hits. A foot to the face and then a punch, and that was it. Right. Time to continue our little match. I'm enjoying it. But this will be almost as satisfying. Five minutes after we leave, every stasis field in the station will shut down, releasing hundreds of pathogens. I wonder which one will kill you first. Stick around and find out. I like you, Captain. I can't allow my brother to die in such a way. Oh no, Snake. This will be much less painful. Snake, no! Snake. Watch your shuttle. The bird of prey is moving to intercept. Heard on the shuttle.
to be continued. So, Vicky, that was season four, episode five, Coal Station 12. What do you think of that one? I liked that one. You did? Data was in that well soon. So it, it, his name is Brent Spiner. He plays Data on the on the TNG series, but in Enterprise and TNG, he plays Soon. Right. Two different Soons apparently. And I believe he comes back in Picard as well as uh, the son of Doctor uh, Doctor Soon. So, gotcha. it, it's all weird, but it's there. So, Vicki, what do you give this one for a reading? Number 8-8-8! Okay, I'm going to have to give this one an 8 as well, because it was exciting. We have to see the augments in action. Uh, you know. So, Vicki, who do you think this episode hinged on? Well, the augments, for one. Okay. Soon. Okay. Archer. To Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the, uh, Doctors. On Cold Station 12? Yes. Okay. Dr. Flock. You mean Jeremy? Well, yeah. Okay. Flock. Anyone else? Uh, no, I think I'm okay. Okay. I think I named everybody. I think I'll give it to you. So, I have to say the same people, of course. Um, so, Vicki, is there anything else you'd like to say today? No. Okay. Would you like to tell everyone where they can find us? You can find us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, or Public Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. The one and only. You can go to Vicky's. StarTrek.com. Get a shirt, merch, store. And where can they contact us at? Oh, Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. Correct. I knew one of these days you'd screw up. No, I don't, I don't screw up. True, but we'll go with it. I am a princess. Right. My mommy told me I was one. And, and I got the keys to the Golden Gate Bridge. You did? No, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, well I guess until next mission, I'm William. And I'm Ricky. And we will see you in the next mission.